Okay, let's just take a second or two just to, whew, just to center ourselves, to focus on what we've been doing this morning. Just take a break for our hearts to catch up with our heads, <laughs> for all that we've been inspired for, just to catch up with, with who we are and what God is calling us to do. And let me hear that memory verse again. Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Mark 16, verse 15. Fantastic. Have you got the message yet? Have you got it yet? <laughs> go. Disciples, go. Followers of Jesus, go. It's the message. But what's the good news? What's this good news we keep talking about? Well, let's remember the context of this verse. Remember who said it? Jesus said it. He said it to his disciples. And he said it after Resurrection Day. Mark 16, it's about the resurrection. And Mark's gospel, it's about the good news, the beginning. It starts at the beginning, the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It's good news. It is finished, is what he cried out on the cross. It is good news. The job is done. Jesus has beaten death by raising from the dead. And it's good news because he has brought us into relationship with Christ, uh, with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark 16, verse 16, follows on. It says, Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. There are consequences to believing this good news. Believe and be baptized. Be saved. This is what we are preaching. Because if you don't, you'll be condemned. And we often don't like to talk about um, the other side, the other consequence. But it's there. Life without God, it's just not worth considering. So disciples, go. Go and preach the good news to all creation. We sang earlier, and it's, uh, Mark, um, Paul says it in, in, uh, as he's, he's writing it to quote part of the Old Testament. He says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. How can the world hear the good news if it's not announced? Whose job is it? Is it the missionaries? YOMs, BMSs, tier funds, is it their job? Not simply their job, it's your job. <laughs> it's like the nobody, everybody, somebody story that Mark told us a few weeks ago. <laughs> Don't leave it for others to do. Go and do it. Go and be. Go and preach the good news. 
If you call yourself a follower of Jesus, by definition, you're an evangelist. Whether you believe you've been given the gift of evangelism or not, you are an evangelist. The word we get translated as good news in our Bible comes from the Greek word euangelion, evangelion, which means, you know, it's where we get this word evangelist from. You are an evangelist. Go and preach. Go and be the good news. So, back to the context of this verse. What happened in history after Jesus said these words? Well, look in our Bible. We've got, beginning of the New Testament, we've got Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, all about the life of Jesus. And then we get to the fifth book of the New Testament, Acts. The disciples acted on Jesus' words. And a handful, just a handful of believers in Jerusalem didn't stay there, but they went out to the known world. Modern-day Israel, Lebanon, Syria, Turkey, Cyprus, Greece, Albania, Bulgaria, Romania, Croatia, Italy, Egypt, Libya, Tunisia, just to name a few places. It didn't stay in Jerusalem. This good news went out. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, Simon, Judas, Matthias, Paul, and others all announcing this good news. The evangelists were called. They were called by Jesus. And they were going. And they radically transformed people's lives. Radically transformed people's lives. Are we radical today? I learned this week that the word radical shares the same name, uh, the same derivative as, as the word radish. Because it means getting back down to the root of things. Get back down to the root of what we're about. Christianity, let's get back down to the root of Jesus. Disciples of Jesus, get back down to the root of what your life is about. So where is God calling you? To go. Okay, let me give you another example. And moving forward from the stories in Acts in the first century to the 18th century, there lived a man called William Carey. And he was a radical disciple of Jesus. He went back to his Christian roots, going against the popular thought of the day of those who, and, and he was convinced, <coughs> excuse me, he was convinced that the good news of Jesus Christ wasn't a personal thing that he should keep to himself but it was a public thing for the whole world to know. Have you got the message yet? Go! Go into the whole world. And preach the good news to all creation. <laughs> he was so convinced by Jesus' command, he wrote a small book trying to understand the importance of the duty that we have to God's mission. It had a snappy title, as books did then. It's called The Inquiry, An Inquiry into the Obligations of Christians to, use, to the use, Means of Conversion to, of the Heathens. But it was effective. Carey, again with a small handful of help from others supporting him, he was responsible for setting up BMS or to give its original name, a Baptist society for the propagation of the gospel among the heathen. 
but it's simply known today as BMS World Mission. And they're all over the world. William Carey has become known the, um, the father of modern missions. And BMS and others like them, YOM and Tear Fund, are all over the world preaching the good news of Jesus because it matters, because there are consequences. And on the 30th of May in 1792, William Carey preached in Nottingham. And in his sermon, he said these words, which have become quite a famous quote. It says, expect great things from God. Attempt great things for God. Do we, ex- do we believe this? Do we expect great things from God? Do we expect great things from God? Do we go on by our everyday lives? With the ordinary, the mediocre, not expecting things to happen. Or do we expect great things from God? Do we expect great things from God? Yeah, 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 that's right. If you believe it, then attempt great things for God. Attempt great things for God. Okay, I need a young, adventurous, lightish volunteer, uh, James Taylor, uh, James, <laughs> James Wilson. Hello. James is going to be a missionary for us today. <laughs> Where would you like to go, James? Anywhere in the whole world? Disneyland, okay. They need the good news of Jesus too? Okay, fantastic. Well, our young, adventurous, light volunteer here. (laughs) I want you to go. Okay, I want you to imagine that place of mission is at the back of the church. And I want you to go there. But you can't go on the floor. You can't climb over the chairs or on people's heads. But I've got something for you. (sighs) Right, here we go. There you go. It's an adventure. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you want some help? Okay, okay, right, I need about eight strong men. Please, just to come up. Well done, John T. John T's jumping up. Great, thank you, thank you. Here we go, yeah, Ollie, you're here as well. <laughs> oh, who tied this up? We didn't qualify as light. Oh, uh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, I need about four of you to go to the back, take the rope with you. Uh, And about four of you to pull this at the front. Oh, there's a knot in here. Dear. 
My dad would be ashamed of my knot tying skills. Hang on. Okay, you can start here. <laughs> okay. Um, and because I'm interested in your safety, James, you might want to stand this way a bit. <laughs> there you go, there's a helmet. You want to put it on? Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. And let's see if we can catapult into the... No. Um, <laughs> here we go. Okay. <laughs> right, please don't break your arms. <laughs> okay, what's going to happen now, just to let you guys know, <laughs> is that James is going to adventure to his mission field. We need your help. That's quite high, actually, isn't it? <laughs> Can you just bring it down a bit? <laughs> okay. Right. That's quite tight. Do you reckon you can get from one end to the other? Yeah. Let's try it. Have a go. Best you can. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Fantastic. Keep going. Fantastic. Keep going. Amazing. Keep going. It's the most dangerous part now. Fantastic. Thank you, strong men. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, we'll have that back. Great. William Carey, he did attempt great things for God, reaching hundreds and thousands of people in Asia. And the, and the place where the gospel is hardly known. He went. He was told to go, and, he, and, he, and he's gone. But it wasn't easy, and it was very dangerous. So many of our friends, living as missionaries, risk their lives every day being in some difficult and dangerous places away from home. We've heard a few today. We've got a whole missions board on the back where we think about people who are putting themselves in these situations every day. But after William Carey preached, and after hearing the account of the spiritual needs in, in India, the secretary of the church meeting said, there's a gold mine in India, but it seems almost as deep at the center, as, as the center of the earth. Who will go and venture it? To which William Carey responded, I will venture to go down. But remember, you must hold the ropes. <laughs> <laughs>
Who had the greatest responsibility in this exercise? Was it the missionary or the rope holders? Okay, three responses to today. Three ways in which you can go out and do something today, this week, and over the coming weeks. The first thing to do is ask this question again. Where is God calling you to go? Where is God calling you to go? To mission abroad? To evangelise on your street? To the area of Westbury Park? Your workplace? How will you know unless you spend time speaking to God and waiting to listen and hear? So pray. God, where are you calling me today? Where are you calling me and my family in the next year, in the coming years to come? That was number one. Number two, hold the ropes for our missionaries. It's so vital that people hold the ropes for our missionaries. So what missionaries and what organizations are on your heart today? Who have you heard from? Who's not here? Who is God putting into your path? They need your support. The apostle, Paul, would not have been able to do all he did without the support he got from the churches in Philippi, in Thessalonica, in Corinth. And William Carey wouldn't have been able to go without those who held the ropes. So pray, pray, pray for your missionaries. Give generously to them. And catch up with them regularly. Just know what they're doing. Okay, number three. What's our memory verse? Go into all the world and teach good news to all creation. Mark 16, verse 15. Fantastic. So, next Saturday is your, is your opportunity to be here. Can you uh, get your diaries out? Get your smartphones out. Say to the person next to you what you're doing next Saturday. I know some of you are on holiday. Put it in your diaries. I mean it. <laughs> we need help next week. We need you to be here, to be the good news. Go and tell. Go and tell people of Westbury Park the hope that is within you, of Resurrection Day, that God loves them very much. And there's a few practical things that need doing. <laughs> First thing you can do is go at, at the end of church, go to the back and uh, go and deliver some leaflets uh, for history makers on the roads around the area. They're marked on the map, so go and do that. Um, we need you to be here, like I say, next Saturday. We need a few practical things. Would you like to come up and tell us what we need? Can I first of all apologise for talking at the beginning of, of, of church? Um, it was because I was so sort of excited <laughs> to ask Great. Johnny about them. Preschool is doing lots of stuff. And as part of that, I'm going to um, have a lot of old things. And hopefully, things that we use now um, for the children to try and match and, and to talk about, you know, what they're for. 
Um, I, this is an appeal, but it's not for your money. It's for your stone hot water bottles, um, your tin buckets, your little tin baths. My, my little sister was bathed in a little tin bath in front of the fire. Haven't got the bath anymore. Um, washboards, um, anything old that isn't so precious that you'd be terribly upset if somebody dropped it or dented it. Um, can bring them in to, to Noah's Ark or you can um, ring me up and ring me up, that's so old fashioned. Um, <laughs> you can get in touch with me on 330-9075 um, and I'll come and get them. Um, thank you very much. Fantastic. Good news can look quite strange sometimes, but it's all good news. We need these things here next week. We need you to be here. Um, uh, this room's going to be full of activities. Uh, there's going to be testimonies and, and, and gospel stories happening back there. And hi our history celebration uh, display room back there. Other things happening. Uh, so be here next week. And that's the third thing of, your uh, of the way you can uh, spread the good news this morning.